0: Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at maccom or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Any Mac Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender, American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Any Mac Home Mortgage, lo Act. Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810. Call for additional details.
1: pitch is drilled to deep right field toward the poles, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball. Because the Yankees are not They're even close to the best organization in baseball.
2: They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankee.
1: Welcome to Sports Talk with Rj I'm Steve Risser, along with Justin D'Onofrio. Mm-hmm and it all looked like everything was going well for the Browns last week. They got a huge win over the Ravens. Their quarterback who they paid 46 million a year to drove them down the field to win that game. But today, it, it all went the other way. And Deshaun Watson is out for the season with a shoulder fracture. Uh, just really, really sad for him, really, really sad for the Browns. A team that with the way their defense was playing, with, you know, the way Ford was running the football with the with, with having Amari Cooper, this was a team that we thought could very could could very very easily compete for the Super Bowl, and now at at this point with with Watson being out for the year, they they will be lucky to make the playoffs at this point.
2: Yeah, they will. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate for Brown fans. He had you know Watson played unbelievable in the second half. He was like fourteen for fourteen during that comeback that they had against the Ravens. And yeah, the you know Cleveland's got to be one of the most cursed franchises in all of sports because yeah, they finally kind of. Sean Watson actually kind of looked better last, you know, in the second half last week. And, um, yeah, for all to come crashing down now. And now it's more than likely going to be P.J. Walker to finish off the year. Yeah, it's going to be pretty tough for this team to find a way to to uh, make the playoffs. And, you know, finally some promise there in Cleveland. And it just all comes crashing and burning back down for them.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and yeah, you, 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 can get on you can get on the contract. Yes. This is not, this was not a good trade for the Browns. Let's be honest. It was not, mm-hmm. it's not been a good trade for the Browns so far. It hasn't been, but as you said, there's a little bit of bad luck in it because you know, they were playing really, really well. And then uh, unfortunately, Watson, Watson ends up getting hurt. And uh, it, yeah, just, just, uh, just really, really unfortunate for that franchise and just really, really unfortunate for a team that we thought was in that conversation. We, we thought they were in that conversation with the chiefs, with with the uh, with the Ravens, with the Dolphins, with the Bengals, the Super Bowl contenders, but now and the, and the Jaguars, but now it it definitely does not it, de- it definitely does not look like it with uh, Watson out for the year.
2: No, definitely not. Because yeah, with that defense, I don't think there's any team in the AFC that would want to face those guys in January. Uh, that defense, yeah, it's still going to be unbelievable. Still going to keep them in games, but yeah, they're just you know can't really trust PJ Walker to go out there and be able to. Um, Score enough points, probably, and you know it's a tough division. You know, all four teams are over 500, and yeah, it's it's going to be tough. It's to be tough uphill climb, but yeah, it was definitely a team that kind of felt like, you know, yeah, they could make a run in the playoffs with that defense. And now, yeah, it's you know, with that defense, it's possible, but I don't know how many points you're gonna be able to score, you know, in in each game.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's just it's just with with Watson. You definitely can make a run. The way he was playing recently, the two games before he got hurt, the way he was playing, you definitely can make a run. Now with PJ Walker, yeah, you can win games, but it's gonna be very, very, very hard to, to win it to win a championship with PJ Walker as your starting quarterback. So, so uh, yeah, it's just gonna be really, really hard for this Browns team. But the big question here is, is can the Browns get to, with the defense they have? Can the Browns get to the playoffs with Deshaun Watson? And I do think it's gonna be close. I still think this is. A nine win, nine win football team. You look at their schedule. If you look at their, you, uh, look at their schedule uh, going forward, uh, they, they got the uh, they, this week got the Steelers, and they go to Denver. They got the they got the Rams. So these are all winnable games, even without Deshaun Watson. Uh, then they uh, they they host they host Jacksonville. That's going to be a tough one. They play Chicago. That's winnable. Houston, even though CJ Strouds played well, that's winnable. They got the Jets. Obviously, that that, that that's mm. definitely winnable. And the Bengals at the end. So it's very very possible for this team to make the playoffs. But I don't think they do. I just think the AFC is too deep. I think the three playoff teams now that, that are going to come out of there are. I think it's going to be, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I gonna be uh, uh, P- Pittsburgh. I think it's going to be Pittsburgh. I uh, think it's going to be Cincinnati. And I, I got to think of that last one. But uh, I, I, Texans, Texans, Texans have a Texans have a really really good chance. Yeah, Texans have a really good chance to be. Yeah, I think I'm thinking I'm thinking Cincy. Uh, I'm thinking Cincy, Pittsburgh, and uh Houston with the way that uh CJ Stroud is playing.
2: Yeah, with yeah, with the way Stroud's been playing. It's gonna be tough. Yeah, you're probably gonna have you know, you're gonna have to get the nine wins. I just I'm with you there too. I just think there's too many coin flips. You know, Denver starting to play better at the Rams is another one. It's like, yeah, you can win. I just there's a ton of coin flips here that again, a couple of them go their way. Yeah, I could see them getting nine, ten wins. I don't know if they're all gonna go in Cleveland's direction, though. And maybe that game at you know. And even that game at Cincinnati, maybe that's a playing game that could very well be. So, yeah, I don't think this is going to be easy. I wouldn't be shocked if the Browns find a way to sneak themselves, sneak in and get like the seventh, you know, the uh, last wild card spot. But, yeah, I just think it's going to be too tough without uh, Deshaun Watson. And, yeah, that defense could carry on, but I don't know. I don't know for how long. It's just, it's, it's not a bad schedule, but it's just, it's with all, there's just a ton of toss ups and usually, you know, it's tough to win all of those, and I, I think that's what's going to hurt. What's going to hurt the Browns there?
1: Absolutely. I mean, a saving grace for the Browns is how bad the Bills are playing. The Bills look like the Bills have, been, have looked absolutely terrible with Josh Allen. So, uh, yeah, and the way they've been turning the ball over. But we'll, we'll get to them. But yeah, that, that's that kind of a saving grace for them. But yeah, I think it's going to be. I think it's gonna, that Houston game too. That Houston game is going to be a big. I mean, it's, ironically, that Houston game is going to be a big, big game for, the, for them as well. So yeah, I wouldn't be shocked because of the way this defense is playing. Yeah, they beat the 49ers. Let's be honest, they beat yeah. the 49ers without Deshaun Watson. Uh so that, that shows you how good this defense is, is that they beat a team like Sanford. They beat a team that I think is gonna go to the Super Bowl without that with uh, without Deshaun Watson. But as we saw the next week, PJ Walker threw a terrible or two two weeks later, we saw PJ Walker throw a terrible interception to cost them a game against Seattle. So yeah, I just don't, I just, I, I think it's going to be close for the Browns, but I don't think, I don't think they're a playoff team.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I think, yeah, I think they'll get right there. I think, yeah, they'll go down now to week 17, week 18, but yeah, I just, I don't think it's going to be enough. And yeah, Walker, you know, he's been okay. And you know, he's only got one touchdown five reception on the year. He yeah, has not been great. So yeah, I think it to be a struggle there for um, Cleveland to try to find a way to get in there. And um yeah, you know, Walker played well against the Niners. They did win that game. They, you know, a couple calls went their way late in that one. Um, but yeah, you know, so like, yeah, it's possible. But yeah, it's just going to be unfortunately for him. It would be too tough of a of a hill to climb here.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So now we got to get to another matchup in the AFC North and a huge game tomorrow night. Between the Bengals and the Ravens, both teams are coming in really banged up into this game. There's a chance that Trey Hendrickson, T. Higgins, and Sam Hubbard aren't going to play for the Bengals, and there's a chance that Ronnie Stanley and Merlin Merlin Humphrey aren't going to play for the Ravens. So both teams are coming really, really banged up. Both teams are going off uh, tough losses last week. The Ravens to the Browns to the Browns Browns in the last play of the game, and same thing. Both teams lost on game-winning field goals last week. The Bengals lost to the Texans on a game-winning field goal. So. I think this is going to be a really close competitive game. I think, think the, the Ravens will, uh, will be able to run the ball well. But I also think Joe Burrow is going to play really well in this game. I think Joe Burrow is going to have – even though he doesn't have T. Higgins, I like think he's going to have a really big game. He's going to get the ball to Tyler Boyd. He's going to, he's going to get the ball to Jamar Chase. I think he's going to have a really good game too. I think this game comes right down to the end, comes right down to the finish with the ball in Joe Burrow's hands. And I got Joe, and I got Joe Burrow winning the game with the ball in his hands. I think Joe Burrow wins this game at the end – that's why I'm 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 going with the upset here. I got the Bengals winning tomorrow night in Baltimore, 27-24 and getting closer to to uh getting the first place in the AFC in the AFC North. But Justin, can the Ravens bounce back from last week and take control of the of the division?
2: I do. I think the Ravens get this one twenty-seven to twenty-one. Um yeah, you mentioned kind of all the injuries in this one. And you know, I think Bengals, you know, they had a nice deal. They um Got to, you know, they they came back the other day, couldn't finish it off. Um, but I, I think with the Ravens, I, you know, they played a really good first half. They they kind of struggled there at the end and, you know, found a couple ways to lose that football game. You know, Lamar Jackson, like the one big thing with him has been like kind of the fourth quarter turnovers, you know, in, in like one score games. And if he can kind of get rid of those, um, you know, that that I think they'll find a way to win, you know, especially at home this week. I think it's tough to go on the road Thursday night, especially the way the Bengals lost. Um, I think Lamar Jackson makes enough plays in this one. I think they run the ball well enough with Gus Edwards and um Keenan Keenan Mitchell. And I think for Ravens are the ones that kind of find a way to fight back this week and bounce back and get a win here Thursday night.
1: It should be a great one between these two teams. And you brought up Lamar Jackson and his bad fourth fourth quarter turnovers. Those were a problem last year. remember he did that against the Giants and that cost him a game. The Ravens, uh uh, they've had they've had problems holding fourth quarter leads. That's been their big Achilles heel over the last two years. But the big question is going into this matchup, and it is, it is about the quarterbacks. If you're starting a team today, what quarterback are you taking? Are you taking Lamar Jackson or are you taking Joe Burrow? I'm taking Joe Burrow because Joe Burrow has gotten, with, with a worse organization and a worse coach, has gotten to a Super Bowl and has gotten to a conference championship game. You can't say those things about Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson proved last week with that terrible interception in the fourth quarter. That he's not an elite quarterback. Lamar Jackson is a, he's in the second tier. He's a, he's a very good to great quarterback. He's not an elite quarterback. He makes, he just in the post, he only has one playoff win. And I'm not knocking Lamar at all. He's, 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 he's he's the best quarterback in that franchise's history. I'm not knocking Lamar at all. But they're just, there's mistakes in the fourth with them. I know they haven't really got him a number one yet. They tried to draft Zay Flowers, he hasn't turned into a number one yet. But, but, yeah, it's just the mistakes in the fourth quarter that you see from Lamar, uh, you, you you see from, from him, that you don't see from Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has that poise. And he should have won the game last week. Zach, I mean, uh, T- Tyler Boyd's got to catch that ball in the end zone. So if, if, I, if I'm picking a quarterback who I'm starting my franchise with, and to me it's not even that much big of a debate, I'm going with Joe Burrow because of what Joe Burrow has done for this Bengals franchise. And, yes, he's 5-4 and four this year and his numbers aren't great. But he played the first four games of the season. We couldn't even move. He couldn't even move. That's on the head coach that he was even out there for the first four games. So if you're starting a team today, I don't even think it's a debate. I don't think there's any doubt in your mind you're taking Joe Burrow.
2: Yeah, I'm with you because I have Burrow as, like, the second best quarterback in the sport right now. Yeah, yeah, But but, but behind Mahomes, of course. And, yeah, you know, maybe Burrow doesn't have that kind of dual threat ability that Lamar Jackson has. But, yeah, like what Burrow's done for this franchise and what this, you know, I know the Bengals have had success over the years of just getting the playoffs. They haven't been able to get over the hump, you know, in the first round. And Burrow's been able to do that. As you mentioned, they've already gotten that Super Bowl. Um, You know, he's just such a great, great passer. And, yeah, you saw, like, beginning of the year, this team was lost when he was hurt. And, yeah, he probably shouldn't have been out there. But, yeah, since he's been – you know, since he's gotten healthy, you've seen the difference that he's made. And, yeah, the difference that he made right away with this Bengals team. Because, yeah, like Zach Taylor before – Having Joe Burrow was, yeah, he was awful. He was one of the worst coaches in the sport, and yeah, you know, now that after he got Joe Burrow, yeah, this this franchise been in a much better position. Um, they've done a much better job, and yeah, with with Joe Burrow, um, I, I, you know, his arm talent, I think it's better. Again, he's got really good, really good weapons around him, but yeah, I gotta, I gotta take Joe Burrow over Jackson again. Jackson's a really, you know, Jackson's a really talented quarterback. But, yeah, it's kind of the turnovers, kind of the mistakes there that he's made. And, look, you know, I, he, again, he's a guy that, yeah, you know, maybe one day he'll be able to kind of win a Super Bowl, be able to get there. I wouldn't be su- surprised that dual threat kind of ability um, is great to have. But, yeah, you got to take Burrow um, over Lamar.
1: I just noticed this. We glanced, actually glanced over the Steelers-Browns matchup this week. So we're actually going to circle back to the Steelers-Browns matchup this week. So uh, Steelers and Browns, just, we'll just quickly, uh, before we get to the Super Bowl rematch, we'll, we'll just glance over Steelers-Browns. Uh, Steelers-Browns this week uh, in, in, in Pittsburgh, I think, I think for this game, uh, I think that it's a game where it's close, it's competitive, but the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to do what they're, what they're going to do. They're going to have their quarterback manage the game, and their defense win it at the end. And that's why I got Mike Tom, the fighting Mike Tomlins. I got, Tom, I got them winning another one. I got them beating the Browns 20 to 16, but Justin can Pete can the Browns defense carry them to a seven and three start.
2: No, I get the seals as well. 16, 13. Um, the Steelers just kind of find ways to win the games. And I think it's just kind of the same thing this week. You know, the Browns lose the ball on the Monday night game against um Steelers, you know, back earlier in the season. But, um, I think the Steelers get a couple turnovers in this one. I think their defense makes a big play and I think Kenny Pickett just does enough to be able to kind of manage this football game and they're able to find a way to win. You know, that's kind of what the Steelers have done all year. Um, they're I think minus 26 in the point differential right now and they're, they're six and three and they still have not, they're often still has not gained outgained their opponent yet this year. So they just find ways to win every week. So I'm going with the uh, Steelers.
1: All righty. So, uh, we got to got a comment from Hector. Good thing, good thing we, we came back to this game. Good thing we did. Yeah. Uh, who would, would your pick have been different if Watson was playing? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And, and and listen, we know for sure it would have been different. We were we, we had, funny thing yesterday. We were doing the picks, and I had the Browns winning. Justin had the Browns winning the game. Absolutely, the pick would be different if the Brown, if Watson was playing because the way Deshaun Watson was playing the last two weeks, you trusted him a hell of a lot more than you trusted PJ Walker. My problem is if this team's behind. Late in the fourth quarter, if it's P.J. Walker against the Steelers' defense, I'm taking this Steelers' defense to make a play any day of the week. In another situation, if it's if it's Deshaun Watson uh, against the Steelers' defense, there's a very good chance Deshaun Watson could score and win the game like he did last week against the Ravens. And even on the flip side, if Deshaun Watson was playing, the, 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 the Steelers probably don't have a chance to win the game at the end. So that's why I think absolutely my pick would have been different if uh, Watson was playing.
2: Yeah, yeah, my, my, yeah, mine was as well. I had the Browns earlier winning this one as well. Yeah, because the way Watson was playing, I know he showed against the Seals the first time, but yeah, he kind of, you know, finally kind of looked like Watson was starting to kind of turn the corner there, turn to kind of figure things out. And yeah, like it just kind of feels like, you know, stuff ha- you know, seems like every kind of 50 50 ball has been going the Seals way. It just seems like every little thing has been in favor of the Steelers and yeah, it kind of felt like maybe this week the Browns would have been able to kind of turn that around. And yeah, now with PJ Walker, I think uh, that that offense is really gonna struggle. And I think the Steelers are gonna make sure he has a long day.
1: All righty, let's get to the rematch of the Super Bowl as Monday night the Eagles head to Kansas City to face the Chiefs. And I think this is going to be a close competitive just like how the Super Bowl is a little bit lower scoring than the Super Bowl, but I think this is going to be a close competitive game. I think Jalen the Eagles are going to be able to run the ball. I think DeAndre Swiss could have a big day. Uh, I think Patrick Mahomes gonna have a big, have a good game against the Eagles. The, the one weakness of the Eagles is their secondary. I think Patrick Mahomes. Is, I know the receivers aren't good, but I think Patrick Mahomes is going to pick, is, is, is going to is going to do a really good job. He's going to throw a couple touchdown passes. He's going to he's going to pick apart. He's going to not pick apart, but he's going to put up yards against the Eagles against the Eagles defense because of their secondary. And I do think this game comes right down to the end with either the ball. In Jalen Hurts' hands and the, and the Chiefs' defense getting it done, or the ball just like the Super Bowl, the ball in Mahomes' hands and, and Mahomes getting it done. So I got the Chiefs beating the Eagles, twenty-eight to twenty-four. But Justin, we know how brutal of a loss this was for the Eagles last year in the Super Bowl. Do they get revenge on Monday night?
2: I think they do. I think uh, the way they let it slip away last year, I think they find a way this this time around to uh, get revenge after that one. You know, I, I think they're you know, I think they'll be able to get somewhat of a running game going in this one. You know, if Hurts could kind of stay away from making the big mistake, I think the Eagles have a have a good chance in this one. And yeah, you know, I, I think the Eagles defense they'll slow down um Kansas City's running game. And yeah, I'm a little bit worried about the secondary of Philly. But the thing is, you know, I know the Chiefs are coming off a bye. They only scored 14 points against the Dolphins defense last or you know, in London or in Germany a couple weeks ago. And you know, how much, how much, you know, even with the bye, how much has Mahomes been able to kind of get on the same page with his wide receiver? Yeah, receivers? but That's, Andy
1: Reid after buys is excellent. Yeah,
2: he's, he is very good after bye. So you would think if the Chiefs' offense can turn a corner, it would be this week. But I think the Eagles, the way they lost that Super Bowl last year, I think uh, they come out and I they got lucky against Dallas a couple weeks ago to win that football game. But I think they come out, steal one on the road in the airhead.
1: Got a good, we got a comment from Hector. Jalen Hurts has thrown six of his eight interceptions on the road this year. That's a great point. That's a great point by Hector. Yeah. He he had a he had a bad game at MetLife Stadium. Yeah, and we saw that picky at the end against the, against the Jets. That was a bad interception. I think the same thing could happen in this game. I think they the Eagles could be down late in the game. And they need Jalen Hurts to, to get it done, and he throws an interception. I think there's a very good chance of that happening of happening in this game. Yeah. So Jalen Hurts and, he's, and Hector's right. He's not as he has definitely not been as good on the road this year as he's been at home.
2: Yeah, yeah, that that stat makes it a little, little me, a little bit more worrisome. But yeah, you know, he's right. Yeah, you know that jet game, he did not play very well. Uh, you know, even like that pack game week one, you know, that's a good I know Pats the game. Yeah, weather. Yeah, he wasn't great either. You know, Tampa Bay, he had a couple of interceptions. So yeah, he has not played. He's been a much better quarterback at home. And yeah, you know, he's going to a very tough atmos- atmosphere this week. And I know, you know, he's playing the SEC in the Big Twelve. So I know he's been to some loud environments as well but yeah he's been a much better quarterback uh you know at at home this year
1: absolutely absolutely now that we know now that these we don't all know these two teams played in the super bowl last year the big question though for these two teams is should these two teams be the favorite to return to the super bowl this year i'll say one of the two is i think you kind of know which one which one i'm picking and where i'm going the chiefs yes because I think right now they are, even though they've struggled off, they haven't been as good offensively. I still think they are the favorite to win the AFC. But in the NFC, I think the nine. Looking at the Niners last week, I'm I'm going to go with the Niners in the NFC. So because they are better, they they have the better defense than the Eagles do. So I, I know I don't Jalen Hurts is definitely a better quarterback than Brock Purdy, but I, but I like the Niners roster a little bit better than the Eagles because I don't think the Eagles are as good on defense as the Niners are. So I would say, I'd say the Chiefs, yes. Eagles, no. So I I got one of these teams should be the favorite. The the other one, no, I got the winner of last year's Super Bowl returning, not the loser.
2: Yeah. For me, I got the Niners going in there as well. I really love the way that defense plays. And it's like, as long as Prairie doesn't turn the football over, I think that team's going to be okay. Um, Their defense was awesome last week. They, they figured it out offensively. And I know we talked kind of last week about, the the uh, front run in the AFC, and I had the Ravens. And I know last week was not great. I'll still take the Ravens this week. I know I'm mm. you know still a little bit worried about this team after the way they played last week. But I still think with their offense, I think they're starting to kind of you know. I still think that offense, as long as Lamar does not turn the football over, I think that offense to be tough to stop. And I know right now the Chiefs have home field advantage, but I just worry if like the Ravens find a way or even maybe even Jacksonville find a way to get a one seed, the Chiefs have, you know, Mahomes never played on the road in the, in the, uh, in the playoffs. Yeah. Like we have not seen that yet. So, you know, for now I'll take the Ravens, but it's very, very close with the Chiefs. I just, I got to see it from the Chiefs office before I really start kind of, believe you know, before I kind of put them over the Ravens right now, I know they've done it multiple times, but I just, I'm so worried about that offense still.
1: There's three reasons I can't take the Ravens over the Chiefs. Uh number 1, their defense, yeah, it's a really good defense. They can't make the big stop late. This ha- this happened against the Colts earlier in the year. It happened against the Steelers uh uh, during, uh in, in week 5. And then last week, the Ravens can't make the big stop late. And uh, number 2, they don't really have a they still don't have a true number 1. Don't have a don't have a true number 1 receiver. So, uh, that's why that's another reason why I can't take them. And number 3, Mahomes is, is on a different level than Lamar is. Mahomes is a clearly a better quarterback than Lamar. So those those are my three. I think the Ravens, yes, they have a very, they have a good chance to make the Super Bowl, but I'm still going with the Chiefs as the favorite.
2: Yeah, I can see why. Yeah, you know the the Chiefs done it multiple times. Yeah, you know the the you know trying to figure out for the Ravens number one. Like you know, Zay Flowers has had his moments this year where it looks like he can kind of be the guy, just hasn't been consistent enough. Like, even, like, Bateman's another guy they drafted, you know, a couple years ago and just hasn't been able to, you know, fully figure out either yet. Um, He's been another one. I just, you know, like, that Steeler game, like, they should have put up 40 points against the Steelers. Like, you know, they had the turnover, you know, late in that game. They had so many drop passes that that game, you know, like, that game shouldn't have even gone down to that moment. Yes, they probably should have made the stop late in that game. You know, same thing like, the Colts, just kind of a couple things didn't go their way. Like, you know... The Ravens could still be undefeated if a couple of things bounce their way. I know you could say that a lot about a lot of things. Um, but yeah, you know, I do I that defense is good. I know at times they cannot get the big stop, but you know, I, I think this, you know, I, I really like the way this offense has been clicking. And like outside of the Chiefs this year, it's like, yeah, they got Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes still. You know, I know Rice has kind of had his moments this year, but it's like who else is gonna who else is going to make a, you know, step up and make a big play when they need it. And, you know, cause it's like, they, they, they showed the move the ball. And I know the Broncos defense is getting better, but they showed could kind of, you know, figure it out, especially last time in Denver. I know Mahomes was sick. And even the first time they, you know, they kicked like what, three, four field goals. So for me, it's like, you know, you got to score, you got to score touchdowns in, uh, in January.
1: Absolutely. Oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I just, I trust Mahomes more than I trust Lamar in January. And I just don't think that the the Ravens' defense is good, but is it that much better than the Chiefs? And and their skill guys, it's I think it's pretty much yeah. Maybe the Ravens are a little bit better, but is it? I don't think it's that much better than the Chiefs either. And obviously, the Chiefs have the better quarterback, so it's it's close. But 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 I but I but I would go, but I would just go with the Chiefs. I would, I would still go with the Chiefs. Chiefs and Niners are my two teams. They were my two teams in the preseason to go to the Super Bowl, and they're still my two teams to go to the Super Bowl right now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I got the Ravens and same as you were here with the Niners going back, you know, getting there. Yeah. You know, the way the Niners are playing Ravens, you know, um, it's definitely close. I could see those, you know, Ravens chiefs playing in the uh, AFC championship game because yeah, they're both two of the more talented teams right now. And yeah, um, it's definitely close. And, you know, I think also the Ravens, I trust the Ravens running game just a little bit more than the chiefs as well right now.
1: Yeah. We'll see. We'll we'll see what happens between these two teams, but we got an AFC East matchup in Buffalo as the Jets uh, travel to Buffalo to face the Bills, a rematch of a great Monday night game that the Jets won in overtime. I think this game is going to be sloppy. I think this game is going to be a really, really ugly game between these two teams. I think both quarterbacks are going to turn the football. I think, I think Josh Allen will turn the ball over at least once. I think Zach, is, Zach Wilson is going to turn the ball over a couple of times. But pretty much this game comes down to which quarterback you trust more. And you obviously – I know Josh Allen hasn't played well. But you obviously trust Josh Allen a hell of a lot more than you trust Zach Wilson. I think this game comes out of the end with the ball in Wilson's hands, and just like last week, I think Wilson will turn the ball over, and that's why I got the Bills going to six and five, beating the Jets nineteen to thirteen. But Justin, can the Jets car- Jets defense carry them to a sweep of the Bills this year?
2: Now I get the Buffalo as well twenty to sixteen. It's been ugly, yes, but. You know, I, I think the Bills are able to kind of put up a couple of touchdowns, and for the Jets, they haven't scored one since week quarter one of the uh, giant game a couple of weeks ago. It's been eleven straight quarters now that the Jets have not have not been able to score a touchdown. And I think in this game, yeah, maybe you know, the Jets defense probably do force a turnover two from Josh Allen, but I just believe the Jets have just been kicking field goals mostly this year, or the last couple of weeks. And I think the Bills will find a way to at least punch one or two in, and I think that will be the difference in this one. And you know, that jet again at some point that Jets defense is gonna kinda fall apart for you know how well they've been playing. And you know, the Raiders had success running the football against them last week. So I, I think you know the Bills could have su- some success this week on the ground against them as well.
1: Oh, oh absolutely. I, yeah, yeah, because the Jets, the one week was that Jet defense is their run defense, and the Bills actually have been running the ball better than they've ran yeah. it the last couple of years. The problem is their quarterback can't can't stop turning the ball over. I, I know that I know James Cook had turned the ball over too he's got an issue hanging on to the ball, but the Josh Allen can't stop turning the ball over either. So (laughs) yeah, this, this is going to be a very, 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 very ugly game between these two teams.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It will be. It's going to be sloppy. It's going to, yeah, definitely be ugly. Like the Monday night game too, was pretty ugly. There was what, both teams turned the ball over a couple of times. Like, yeah, you know, so, you know, the the Jets didn't find a way to win OT, but yeah, it's going to be another kind of sloppy, ugly football game. And, yeah, it's gonna, yeah, gonna gonna be ugly. And what could you be? You could turn the ball over less.
1: Exactly, exactly. As we talk about quarterbacks too, the big question with the Jets is is should they bench Zach Wilson? And I think it's obvious they need to bench Zach Wilson. They need to bench Zach Wilson and see what Trevor Siemian can do. I mean, Zach Wilson, I know it's not all his fault, but he's one of the he's, outside of Tommy DeVito, he's probably the worst starting quarterback. He's the, probably the worst starting quarterback in football. Last week he had the ball in his hands with a chance to win the game, and, of course, he didn't win the game. And, of course, you got the head coach, you know, making the excuse to saying he played pretty well. What do you mean he played pretty well? He had a chance to win the game. He didn't win the game. I know other things happened. I know the penalties were terrible, and that's, of course, and that's on Salah, too. I mean, you had that holding call on Uzama that took a touchdown off the board. You had that roughing the passer call on Brees Hall. But, the, but they could, you know, the Jets cannot continue to have Zach Wilson as their quarterback. They haven't scored a touchdown since that priest Hall touchdown pass against the Giants. That's on the quarterback. You can't be saying the quarterback played well. If you, if he keeps playing Zach Wilson and they keep losing, he will not get the opportunity to co-chair in Rodgers because he will be fired.
2: Yeah, unless the Rodgers wants him back. Rodgers wants him back. Oh, of course, if Rodgers wants
1: him back, it probably doesn't yeah. even matter if they go 4-13. They'll no. still have the job. But I'm telling you, if, if this continues, with if, if, if Robert Zala continues to do this, he definitely should be fired
2: you would think he probably should but yeah it, it'll all come it will all depend on what uh air roger wants but yeah like they have trevor Simeon in their practice squad i know Simeon's not great either but could he do any worse at this point i don't think so
1: no no so
2: uh, yeah i don't understand why well actually i do probably know that that uh woody johnson Cause Zach Wilson's uncle owns jet blue. So I guess oh Woody Johnson God. has a relationship with the uncle. Oh so there could be that in play.
1: Oh, my oh wow. Which, wow. That's crazy.
2: So again, that's just my theory of it is kind of, maybe it's Woody Johnson wanting to uh keep Zach Wilson in there, just to keep the family relationships happy. Oh but that's not how you went uh, on. That's not how you, no, uh, not at all games. Not so, at all. Yeah, he probably should be benched for uh, Trevor Simeon because even like Garrett Wilson last week was like, yeah, I'm kind of sick of it, like of, of the way the offense has been. So, you know, I know Lazard hasn't stepped up. I know like, yeah, C.J. Uzama hasn't been great. Like I know the old line has not been great either. Like that's – it's been horrific. But at some point you got to try and just see what can happen because, uh, yeah, I know they lost – they lost confidence in Zach Wilson last year. Maybe they fully haven't lost it yet in him this year,
1: but it's got to be getting close. Oh, it's got to get. Oh my! It has to be getting very, very close. You see the frustration of Garrett Wilson. You see the frustration of the defense. They. I mean. I mean. I don't. I don't know how they can keep trotting this guy out there every week. If thinking he gives him the best chance to win. He doesn't. He's terrible. He's awful. And and and. and but but they continue to trot him out there. And I'm telling you. If he plays the next, he's probably going to play this week. So that's why I definitely think they're going to lose. He plays the next week against the Dolphins. They're going to lose too. They're going to be four and seven. And Salah could very easily lose the locker room. The defense could say, "What the hell are we doing here? Why are we playing so hard for a coach that won't bench a quarterback who was who was who was complete garbage?"
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because you know they won Mike White last year, and then they went um with uh what's his name uh chris driver too for a game i think last year as well i think
1: for the second half of the game because wilson was yes so okay yes yeah.
2: yeah the second half so um uh, yeah like again you know he wasn't afraid last year to pull the trigger and you would think again the jets should have like the jets should have got josh Dobbs three weeks ago or oh four weeks they, they, they should have so
1: different for them things would be so yeah. different but i think the yeah. problem was that they won that giants game and yeah. they thought and they saw jack wilson's drive the end they're thinking okay zach could do it zach's won three in a row they're not winning these games. They didn't win those two games because of Zach Wilson. They won the two. They won the two. Well, they won the Eagle game because Jalen hurts to a terrible interception at the end of the game, and they won the Giants game because the Giants refused to go for it, and they and they mm-hmm. kicked, They tried to kick a field goal with the kicker that couldn't kick the ball. Yeah,
2: yeah. They still yeah, like the Giants in not The Giants didn't pass that ball for the last like three quarters of that game, and they yeah. still almost lost. Like, yeah, yeah. It's that should have been a big warning sign, but yeah, no. They mostly yeah. They probably confident in, in Wilson somehow. Or some way and or yeah, like and yeah, it's it's come back to haunt them. And look, I, I haven't bought into the Aaron Rodgers be back in mid December thing, you know. Oh, you no, know Aaron no, Rodgers yeah,
1: you know. No, no, I don't think he's gonna be back. I don't think no. there's any ways he's to be back this year.
2: No, and like they like, can even say if he wasn't like at this point, they lose this week, even if he could come back, they'd be pretty much out back? of it.
1: Why would you come back for the for this? Why? I,
2: yeah, no, but I'm, I'm I'm just saying if like they yeah, won yeah. a cup, you know, like and you, you know he could come back and maybe he could find a way to get them that seven seed, but like they lose this week. There's, there's no chance. So, you know, that, like, so that, that, that's the thing. So yeah, I just think at some point this team's just going to kind of, you know, lose all hope and Zach Wilson and yeah, Sal and again. Yeah. If Rodgers doesn't care if he comes back or not, then yeah. Then again, again, Sal probably get fired, but I think it'll probably all depend on what uh, Aaron Rodgers wants to do there. I, I would assume Woody Johnson is going to go out ask Aaron Rodgers if he wants all back or not.
1: Yeah, and then if, if he does, there's there is actually a chance that Robert Sala will be back. And I'm telling you, if Sala's back, I don't care if Aaron Rodgers is the, is the quarterback, that team is not winning the Super Bowl next year. But now talking about head coaches, uh, and and talking about coaches in general, the Bills fired Ken Dorsey uh, on on uh, Tuesday, and but the big question is 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 Sean McDermott next? And if this team doesn't make the playoffs, I think he has to be fired. What happened at the end of that Broncos game? is absolutely inexcusable that cannot happen and that is on sean mcdermott for having 11 or having 12 guys on the field at the end of that game that's on sean mcdermott there you can talk about josh allen struggles all you want he, that's on sean mcdermott for not having a, for not for having for not having, that, for having two, 12 guys in the field and i know he's done a pretty good job in buffalo i know he's cleaned up the mess but the problem is he has not been able to take this team to the next level so if this team misses the playoffs, there's a very good chance they will, because they still got to go to Philly, they still got to go to Kansas City, they still got to go to Miami. That's that could very easily be three losses right there. They still got to play Dallas. This team can finish under 500. This team can finish eight and nine with having one of the with having a quarterback as talented as as, as Josh Allen. I know Josh Allen hasn't played well this year, but if, if 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 you can't make the playoffs with Josh Allen, you should lose your job. You should lose your job. That's why if they don't make the playoffs. Sean McDermott needs to be fired.
2: Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah, because, uh, you know, the 12-man in the field is ridiculous. Even, like, the last two calls there on, you know, with the all-out blitzes or the zero blitz, like, what are we doing there, you know? Like, you've probably fired the wrong guy. Because even, like, say the Broncos don't go down there and get that field goal. Dorsey's probably still the OC today, exactly. you know? Like,
1: exactly. Why, why would you fire a coach on something that wasn't his fault? I know, I know the offense has been bad and he's responsible. But, yeah, why would you fire a coach for something that's not his fault? It's your fault that they had you had 12 guys on the field.
2: Yeah, 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 it is. So, like, yeah, and, you know, that's McDermott probably kind of trying to throw something in the fire here saying, here you go, you know, here you go, fans, and, you know, trying to keep his job. Because, yeah, he probably knows that his is next if things don't change here very soon. And, you know, I like Joe Brady. We'll see what Joe Brady could do here. And, you know, I guess what, you know, and the thing about Allen is that he, like, what happened to him kind of being more of like a mobile guy? Like he doesn't really run a lot either anymore. Like, is that something they'll put back in the game plan this week? Or, um, you know, that, that'd be something that'd be interesting in seeing. Or, and then with Allen too, since he entered the league in 2018, he's got the most turnovers in the sports since then. Like he's again, you know, he'll make the big flashy play, but at times too, he'll also, he'll he'll, he'll make that big risk. And that's been the problem with him. And, you know, and too often than not, it's been kind of costing them, and that's that's been the issue this year. And you know, yeah, offensively they have not been kind of great, but yeah, I wouldn't put it all on Ken Dorsey like this. I know the defense with all the injuries is hurt, but yeah, you know, with the schedule coming up, man, it's uh, you don't win this week, you're maybe not, you know.
1: Oh, you they don't win it. this week, they're done. It, if they don't yeah. win this week, they are done. They are not making yeah. the playoffs. If they can't beat Zach Wilson on their home field, they're done they are done if they don't win this week. Yeah,
2: absolutely. They, they will be in that fan base. I would assume too, they get down early this week. That fan base is, it's going to turn into some booze this week. Cause, uh,
1: they were doing it on the, during the Monday night game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, 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 you're right. So yeah, fans, I, I understand the fans cannot be happy because, uh, I know I've been saying the last couple of weeks, that door has been closing and I, Maybe again, you know that thing may be all the way shut by now because uh, it's been a very disappointing year in Buffalo. Yeah,
1: to me, the Super Bowl window was closed with Sean McDermott as the head coach. If they, if they, I think right now it's closed with McDermott as the head coach. If they get a new head coach, it's back open because I feel like they get an offensive-minded guy that could you know work with Josh Allen, just like Brian Dable when he came as the OC. They get an offensive-minded guy who could have a, I think a better relationship. I think the relationship's great between McDermott and Allen. And they can get an offensive-minded guy who could have a really good relationship with Josh Allen. I think. Their Super Bowl window, their Super Super Bowl window will definitely open again.
2: Yeah, I could see. Yeah, new head coach, you know, Diggs isn't happy. Like that's the thing. Can you keep Diggs in Buffalo? If you can do that, then yes, I, I think this team still's got a really good chance. Um see uh Hector's comment here that <laughs> no, no fans are happy. No fans in new all, York. Around.
1: all around. Yep, Jets, he's he's hundred yeah. percent right about that. Jets, Giants, and Bills. Yeah, yeah, no, no fans in New York are happy about that. And we will – we actually will talk about another struggling New York team, and that's the Giants. And this week they go to the Commanders. And it, it looks like – it looks like they haven't heard – I haven't heard anything different. It looks like Tommy DeVito is going to get the ball again for the Giants. I, I just clearly don't get why they're doing this, why they're putting a quarterback who is, who is, is not who is not a professional level – who's not an NFL QB. He's barely – wasn't even that good in college. <laughs> and they're putting him on the field – in an NFL games, it was and the Giants were an absolute embarrassment last week in Dallas. Just a total embarrassment, and in every phase of the game, their 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 offense and their defense were absolutely terrible. It's Cooper Rush was playing in the fourth quarter of that game. The Giants they scored seventeen points, and pretty much ten of them were just given to them. The Cowboys were uh, just let them score that last touchdown. They handed them a field goal at the at the end. I mean, that could have been even worse. Their uh, Giants offense is pathetic. Their defense has been has been garbage. They're 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 probably right now the worst team in football because they just can't do anything well. They can't do yeah. There, there was a stretch where their defense was playing pretty well, but now their defense has played terribly. And in this game is the Commanders. If the Commanders want any hope of the playoffs, they got. If, they, if the Commanders don't win this game, Ron Rivera should be should be should be fired. I, I think if they if they lose this game, Ron Rivera, Ron Rivera won't make it past Thanksgiving because they'll probably lose to the Cowboys and they'll they'll fire him and hire Bianami. So the Commanders half this is a this is a game the commanders have to win and i think i think all right maybe the giants play him competitive for a half because it's the commanders but i think in the second half the commanders will pull away because sam howell's played well sam howell has played really really well uh for, for these, and i know he hasn't won two of those three games that he's played well because his defense his defense is no isn't good and uh and and he doesn't have and he doesn't have that good of a running game but sam howell has played well for this commander's team he's a very easy to be the guy with the commanders eric b enemy i think has done a really good job there too uh, the people that should be held responsible for the commander struggles are Jack Del Rio and Ron Rivera. So, but for this game, I think that maybe the Giants keep it close for a half. And in the second half, I think Howell throws a couple touchdown passes. I think they turn, uh, they turned DeVito over a couple times because DeVito was absolutely terrible. And I got the commanders winning this one 24 to 9 over the uh, Giants. And I don't even know why I'm asking the question here. Uh, and I know this is crazy. The Giants are a nine and a half point underdog to the commanders. It just shows you how, how, how bad things have gone for the Giants. But is there any way that, uh this giant that the Giants can somehow pull an upset and sweep the commanders?
2: <laughs> I can't see it. Uh yeah, unfortunately I can't. Again, the, like the I got the commander 24 to 10. I'm like, even go back to uh the first play last week. They challenged the first play of the game on a four-yard that run. That's ridiculous! It was like, but it wasn't
1: obviously it wasn't a fumble. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like it's this in-game decision-making from Brian, it's crazy the way they they've fallen i mean we thought you thought i, I thought they were going to be better you thought they were going to take a little bit of a step back but nobody expected them to f- fall back to really what they've been for the, for the for the before dayball and shane came but they're back to this point which is the which is crazy yeah
2: yeah it, it's ba- i you know cuz they got the patriots next week at home do you know how the the look at lines came out to, do you know how much of a favorite the patriots are next week on the road How much? In, how much how, how much how much five and a half that's great the, no,
1: the patriots yeah. would be like more than a touch the patriots with the patriots and with oh, two wins baby. would be more than a touchdown favorite against the giants in foxborough yeah. they're a five and a half point favorite that's yeah. that, 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 that but that's an indictment of how pathetic the giants are right now
2: yeah that that yeah that's a crazy game the the Patriots are probably right there with you it's being like the second third you could probably put this right there at the panthers the cardinals because yeah it is yeah, that's how bad it's right now for the Giants and again I said it like I feel bad for DeVito because he's not a guy that should be out there right now and he's got to go out there and he's got to take the brunt of this right now so like I do feel bad for him um but yeah it just again the Commanders' defense is great maybe they could kind of keep this thing closer a half but I think how again you know I just I, I see the Giants defense kind of having a hard time doing enough to kind of slow down Washington this one. I know they played really well a couple of weeks ago with Washington defensively, um, but I just, I think this week, uh, you know, Brian Robinson caught a couple passes out of the backfield last week. I think they, the I would assume Washington tries to, you know, get a running game going this week, especially because they have to play on Thursday too. So you would think they try to get that game over as quickly as possible. So I would think they try to run this week, especially to get up a couple scores early. Oh, oh yeah.
1: If um, yeah. If Washington's up like by two touchdowns, or two or three scores in the fourth quarter, they're running the ball. They're yeah. running the. They're trying to run the football and get the game over with. Yeah, because they yeah. know. Because last week. You knew when it was fourteen nothing, game over. You, if this yeah. team gets down by two scores to anybody, it's game yeah. over because there's no way Tommy DeVito is going to bring them back from two scores down because the Giants don't even have confidence that he can throw the football.
2: No, yeah, I know it's it's unfortunate. When are they ever going to give Matt Barkley a shot? They I know he's not great. They, either, they need to. But, they
1: need. They need just yeah. just just to have a competitive performance, yeah. just to be competitive. Just Have a competitive quarterback performance. They just, they, I think, eventually Matt Barkley's got to be the quarterback of this team yeah. to, to finish the season.
2: Maybe after the bye, I guess. Maybe, yeah, probably. I guess, probably. yeah, after yeah, so. I think so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I got Kamara 24 10. I just, yeah, I mean, another rough day for the uh, Giants.
1: It should be, it should be, it should be. Now, we'll run through the slate. We got an AFC matchup in Miami as the Raiders take on the Dolphins, and one thing you could T- you, you could bank on every 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 game is that every game the Dolphins play at home they get in the thirties, and I think it's the same. This I know the Raiders' defense has played better, but look who they played. Okay, the two New York teams, two two of the three worst Dolphins in football. They played, uh, and I think that Tua has a has a good day against this against against the Raiders. And he throws for a couple touchdown passes. I think o- I think O'Connell tries to stay in the game, but I think he turns. This is a game where he's got to try to win it. I think he turns the ball over a couple times. I get the Dolphins winning this one, going to seven and three, winning this one by two scores. I, the AFC is theirs to lose now. I got the Dolphins beating the Raiders thirty-four to twenty. But Justin, can Antonio Pierce go to three and zero as Raiders head coach?
2: I don't think so this week. There, uh, you mentioned yeah the two New York quarterbacks. Uh, you're not seeing those guys this week. Yeah, I got the Dolphins thirty-one to fourteen. I think Tua coming off the bye. Um, I, these are the type of opponents Miami has kind of just blown out this year. I think that will continue. You know, that de- the, the Finns defense is getting healthier now. You saw they put pretty well against Kansas City. You know, after, you know, especially the second half, they put really, really well. And the Raiders have wanted to uh, really establish a running game with Josh Jacobs. But I think in this one, it's going to be hard to do that, especially if you go down by a couple scores early against this Portland-Miami offense. And I think the Raiders kind of dig themselves in a hole and will not be able to uh, get themselves out of it this week.
1: We got an NFC matchup in Carolina. This should be an easy win for the Cowboys. I think they're going to cruise in this game. I think Pollard have a big game on the ground. I think Dak continues to stay hot. And I think the Cowboys win this one big. I got the Cowboys 34-10. to 10. Justin, I assume you got the same.
2: Yeah, another one. Cowboys should just kind of bully them. Uh, Frank the Cowboys and Dolphins
1: of. are very similar. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah they are. Yeah. You know, they're like the SEC teams that play four cupcakes, and then they <laughs> play game and they get smoked.
1: Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah every yeah. time. Yeah.
2: Frank Wright's calling the plays again. You know, I thought Thomas Brown would make a difference. That did not happen. And another one, Dallas plays Thursday. They get up by a couple of scores. They probably just call up the dogs and, you know, heal everybody up, get ready for Thursday against Washington. So, yeah, Dallas should do whatever they want. Maybe, maybe Carolina scores a touchdown kind of makes it respectable. But that'll be good. Uh, yeah.
1: Got an NFC North matchup in Detroit as the Bears take on the Lions. And I think – I'm not sure if Fields is going to come back, because if it's Fields or Badgett. But I don't think it's going to matter because I think the Lions are going, to, are going to win and they're going to win this game by two or three scores. The Lions offense is, is, is proving they're one of the top offenses in football. Jared Goff has played really well, you know, with this with this offensive line and with them um, around St. Brown and with the run game. I, I think Jared I think Goff throws a couple touchdown passes. I think they run the ball not great but pretty well. And I do think they forced a couple turnovers from the Bears. I got the Lions winning uh 34-17 over the Bears. But Justin, can the Bears
2: win their well the upset win their second in a row? Uh no, I got the Lions 28-14. Matt Eberflus, I guess, said this morning that they do expect Justin Fields to make the start this week. Um, but I don't think that'll make much of a difference in this game. I know the Bears defense is starting to play better. They're starting to improve. Yeah, but I, Sweat
1: I, made an impact last week.
2: Yeah, he did, you know. Um yeah, it, it helps when you're playing the Panthers, and exactly. you know you don't yeah. fall behind early in a game. You can yeah. use those pass rushers, um. Yeah. But yeah, in this week, I think Jared Goff is going to be able to make some plays. You know, David Montgomery back, and you know he had awesome game last week. And uh, Dan Campbell and that line team, I think, kind of does whatever they want in this one offensively. And I think they went by two scores. And a big kind of stretch here, Fields goes. You know, big seven weeks to kind of prove that uh, he could be the guy in Chicago or. You know, they're probably or, going or, a different direction. Yeah,
1: he's gone. If he doesn't prove it these next seven games, he is gone because they are taking Caleb Williams. If they have the number one pick, they are definitely taking Caleb, Caleb Williams with that pick. We'll stay in the NFC North as we got the Packers hosting the Chargers. And I think this is a close, competitive game. But let's see who's going to blow this game. This is this is what this is, this is going to come down to. Who's going to blow this game? Brandon Staley or Jordan Love? And the quarterback has a little bit more impact than the coach in a game. So I think this game is close. Uh, late with the ball in Jordan Love's hands and Jordan Love doesn't get it done late in the game. That's why I got the Chargers going to five and five. I got the Packers going to three and seven. I got the Chargers winning at 2720, but Justin can Jordan Love bounce back this week and get the Packers two, four and six heading into their matchup with the lions on Thanksgiving.
2: Yeah. I am mean, going to take green Pay 24, 21, maybe you, know, I, <laughs> you, you are,
1: you, do, you have no trust in Brandon Staley at all.
2: I do not. <laughs> I never have. I never will. And maybe I'm thinking, you know, I know the NFL is a week-to-week league, but I saw some improvement from Jordan Love. I'm not going as far to say he's yeah, going but, but be but what, guy. when guy.
1: When it mattered. When it mattered most. Did yeah, he when do? he mattered, he pick. made the – pick. Yeah, he yeah. threw the pick. Do he pick. did. Threw two picks the, when it mattered most.
2: Yeah. But the Chargers can't stop anybody. So – I'll, uh, I'll they, take...
1: they're, okay, they're okay against the run. The, the good offense, they're they can't okay stop. Enough. I'll give you that. They're okay against the run. They can, They could they, 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 could And that was the big reason why Love played well last week because the Packers ran the ball, ball pretty well.
2: Yeah. You know, I think Aaron Jones could have a decent game against the Chargers defense. And, like, even, you know, I think play actually could work because, again, the Chargers secondary can't stop anybody. So, I think Love could hit a couple shots downfield in this one and keep this close. And, look, I know the Packers defense hasn't been great this year. You know, I don't know it's supposed to be kind of better than – you know what we you know i thought it'd be better than what we've seen so I'll, I'll take that packers i'll trust that packers even more to get a stop late in this game more than i trust the chargers so you know i'll take love to play well enough in this game to not make too many mistakes and at home in november against a team playing in la i'll take green bay to get the upset here at home
1: we got an afc south matchup in jacksonville as the titans take on the jags and uh I, I think the Jags bounce back this week. I think that Ikeana does a good job on the ground. I think Lawrence throws a couple touchdowns. And I think the Jags defense does a really good job forcing turnovers, forces a couple turnovers from Will Levis. Will Levis has definitely shown his youth. He definitely showed his youth last week. I think he continues to show his youth this week. Right now the Titans are a bad team, breaking in a young quarterback. I got the Jags winning this one 27-16 over the Titans. But Justin can Vrabel and Levis hand the Jags a second straight loss.
2: No, I think they'll keep it close, but I got the Jacks 21 to 16. Uh, I do think, yeah, Jacksonville bounces back. Um, you know, the Jacks have been really good against their top five and stopping the run this year. So I don't think Henry's going to be able to have a great day. Will Loveis will probably make a couple of mistakes in this one. He's, no. Yeah, he's not afraid. You know, he's not afraid to take shots, especially down the field. Um, you know, maybe he could hit a couple of DeAndre Hopkins, could kind of, you know, be huge for him in this game but I do think Jacksonville plays better this week. And I do think Lawrence um, got it. Yeah. I think he protects football a little bit better and Jacksonville at home finds a way to not beat uh Tennessee.
1: We got the Cardinals traveling to Houston to face the Texans. And, 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 in in this game, this, this, should, this, should, this should be a game where CJ Stroud plays well again. I think CJ Stroud is another big game. He throws a couple touchdown passes. I think the Texans run the ball pretty well. I didn't think Kyler Murray plays well, but I do, I do think he turns it over once or twice and that's why i got the texans winning this texans are playing great football cj stroud is playing outstanding i got the texans going to six and four i got them beating the cardinals 31 20 but justin can kyler murray go to 2 and 0 as the card starting qb this year
2: i don't think so i got the uh texans well 27 21 i don't know how this texans team lost to carolina like i i i don't know how uh you know that could come back to haunt them you know end of the year but um you know, maybe you get Nico Collins back this week. Uh, that could be a huge addition because, uh, you know, um, CJ Stroud's kind of that's been you know his big target. But I thought Kyle Murray looked pretty good last week. I think he, he looked healthy. Um, did you hear? I guess if Kyle Murray gets hurt, the Cardinals owe him seventy million dollars.
1: Wow, that's crazy.
2: That's, that's what I, I'm surprised he's in there.
1: Yeah, I know. If that, know.
2: especially you can get rid of him, but yeah, I yeah. guess. They want to trade him, you use him as a trade chip and to show hey, he's healthy, he looks good. But uh yeah, Arizona trying to figure out ways not to tank now and try, you know. Um, you know, but hey, credit to the players. Um, they get that win last week against Atlanta. Houston wins this one 27-21.
1: Yeah, the, the big the big question is is uh right now with the with the Texans is should CJ Stroud be the MVP? That, that that's that's should he be in the MVP conversation right now? Uh, as, as we look at the odds for MVP, it's uh, it's Mahomes, Hertz, and Lamar, and Tua are, are the top four. Uh, the big question is should CJ be in the MVP conversation? I think he's obviously, you know, rookie of the year, clearly. Uh, he's clearly offensive rookie of the year. I just don't think MVP he did, he did lose. Don't let's not forget, he did lose to the Panthers, no. the worst team in the, 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 the worst team in football, and only put up 13 points in that game. So I would say no. I would say no. I think he, he. let me tell you, I think he's obviously the offensive rookie of the year. He has that locked up. That, that's so obvious right now. But I would say no, even though the Texans have their guy for the next decade. in, in him. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, he's another one. We talked about Burrow and the Bengals and how he's changed that organization. Look how ch- quick he's, he's kind of starting to change this Houston yep, organization. Exactly,
1: exactly.
2: You know, exactly. so yeah, I'm with you again. He's front runner, offensive player, of the, or rookie of the year. He's going to get that. But, yeah, I'm with you. I don't think he should be in the MVP conversation just yet. Um, he's been awesome. But, yeah, like, this team only scored 13 points against a bad Panthers defense. So, it's been an awesome story. Seems like he's broken that curse of, like, Ohio State quarterbacks in the NFL just kind of, you know, they've had – And,
1: and that's why all late. these people that don't want Caleb Williams because this USC thing is total nonsense.
2: Yeah. yeah. I don't get it. It's, it's everybody's the same. It doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah, where they where know. they go to college. If they, yeah. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, I'm not going to take an Ohio State quarterback. They always bust. Oh, I'm not going to take a USC quarterback. They always bust. Yeah. Watch these guys play instead of just assuming just because of the school they went to that they're not going to be good. I'm so tired mm-hmm. of that.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm with you too. It's yeah, you know, yeah. You know, it's always the Alabama thing too. With oh, you know, they got five star howling everywhere and all that. And, you know, I yeah, don't believe How, know how, how Jalen
1: Hurts into a plan?
2: yeah they're, they're those guys look great so yeah it, it, again i i've never really understood it especially in this day and age Scout can go see you know you can see anybody so yeah I, i've never liked those arguments but um yeah drought's been unbelievable he changed the franchise but not yet again he'll get an mvp one of these you know he'll get it he's on his way to get an mvp but just not yet
1: yeah, absolutely absolutely big things are going to be coming to houston and Trout has been outstanding this year So we will move on to an NFC West matchup in LA as the Rams take on the Seahawks. And I think the the Rams did beat them opening days. The Seahawks are trying to get revenge. I think, again, this is a close competitive game, but I'm going to take the team that has the better roster. and I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I think Kenneth Walker is going to have a good day on the ground. Geno is going to keep playing well. And I think the Seahawks defense, because Matthew Stafford has had some bad turnovers. He's had some bad turnovers in games. We saw that Bengals game where he had a couple of really, really bad turnovers in that game. He had some bad turnovers at critical moments this year. I think that happens. In, I think he plays well, but that happens in this game. That's why I'm going to take the Seahawks in a close one. I got it. I got to win it 28-23 over the Rams. But Justin, can Stafford and McVeigh lead the Rams to a sweep over the Seahawks?
2: No, I get Seattle in this one, 27-23. Um think in that first meeting, you know, the second half, Seattle, everybody got hurt for Seattle, and they just kind of fell apart. The Rams are able to come back and beat them. Um... You it know, sounds like, you know, Matthew Stafford to be back, which could be huge. And I think they'll be able to move the football in this game. against a poor Seattle defense and you know, the Rams could get pressure on Gino. That's when he's kind of, that's when he's had his struggles. Like last week, Washington, the pocket was pretty clean for him. He was able to kind of pick Washington apart. If you can get after him, you can put pressure on him. I think the Rams have a good chance to win this one, but I think Seattle's offensive line does a good job of kind of keeping them clean enough. And I, I think, uh, the Rams will even score points, which is not enough to uh, outscore Seattle.
1: Bucks travel to Santa Clara to face the Niners, and I think the Niners got their mojo back last week. They looked great in Jacksonville, and I think they continue to look great this week. I think uh, I think Christian McCaffrey has a good day on the ground. I think Brock Purdy throws a couple touchdown passes. I think this defense forces turnovers from Baker Mayfield. I got the Niners winning this game going away. I got to win it at thirty to thirteen. But Justin Baker hasn't played that poorly this year. Is there any way you could lead a major upset and get this team to five and five?
2: No, I don't think so. Uh, not yeah, as you mentioned, the Niners right now. Yeah, they figured things out. They needed that buy, and I got the Niners this one twenty-three to ten. You know, Baker. Yeah, Baker's done a good job protecting the football. His offensive line's done a really good job around him. But I think this week uh, he's gonna have a tough time getting anything going. I think he'll probably throw an interception or two. And like Baker usually has problems. Again, a couple of balls will be swatted down at the line of scrimmage in this one. Yeah, you know, Tampa Bay is not gonna be able to get much of a running game going. They're gonna be one dimensional, and I think it's be tough for Tampa Bay to get anything going offensively. And Niners should win this thing by at least two scores.
1: All right. We'll wrap up talking about the Sunday night game between the Vikings and the Broncos. Both these teams are true. The hottest teams in football, Uh, the Broncos, they've won three in a row. And the, and the, and the Vikings, they've won five in a row, which is crazy. They've won all five games that Justin Jefferson has missed, which is crazy. So, uh, but I think in this game, I think this is a close competitive game, but I do think Josh Dobbs continues to play well. I think he plays well this week. I think Russell Wilson plays pretty well too. But I do think I'm gonna do think I'm, I'm but in this game, I'm gonna take the team with a better defense. And the Vikings are the better defense in this game. Brian Flores should get a coaching job for the job he's done with his Vikings defense. I think they make the big stop at the end. And that's why I got the Vikings winning this one a close one. I got the Vikings winning twenty three to twenty over the Broncos. But Justin, can Russell Wilson get the Broncos to five hundred? Who would have thought we'd be saying that when they gave yeah. 70 points against the against the uh, Dolphins?
2: Yeah, both teams playing better. I, I get the Vikes twenty one to seventeen. And yeah, Brian Flores, uh Love him to come back to New England. That's my number. You want you want, you want him
1: to be the coach? Is he like your number? Is he your number? You would, you would take him over Brable?
2: They're very close. It's like one A one B. I'm telling you, Ben Johnson.
1: He should have. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't get how this guy doesn't have a coaching job to be honest with you. And, they, and he was close. It was between him and Dable for the Giants. The yeah. Giants. I mean, even though Dable had a great first year, Giants could ultimately regret that move because because Flores proved he could be a be, be a be a good. We had two winning seasons in Miami, and only make the playoffs. But he was. He was you know, uh, ten and six, nine and eight. He had two winning seasons in Miami.
2: Yeah, yeah, and that yeah, he he did a great job down there. And look, if he was the D coordinator last year, Minnesota, you know, with that defense, how bad oh. they were, they could have been really, you know, maybe oh, they, they definitely
1: would, they definitely would have beat the Giants. They could have made a run last year.
2: Yeah, so it's too bad now. And like even this year, they could have with Cousins was held. I know Dawson's playing well, so maybe you get Jefferson back, but you know, I wouldn't count on it. Um, uh, but yeah, Flores, that guy deserves a job, and love to see him back in. Back in New England, um, but you know, for this game here, yeah, I, you know, look, I've been hard on Payton. He's done a really good job, you know, getting this team kind of back on the right track right now. And
1: Wilson has played better too. Yeah. You got to give Wilson's. back. I don't think he's back to being what he was in Seattle, but he's a he's back to being a top fifteen quarterback. He lost weight. He's definitely been playing. He's definitely been playing better ever since that that Kansas City game. He's definitely been playing better. He's been taking to the coaching too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, he's yeah. been listening to Sean Payton. This thing. We all thought we thought this thing was going to be a disaster. This yeah, it's starting to work a little bit better than. We yeah, thought. it
2: is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. they got to get some credit. I think Wilson now is tied for the most uh, – he's tied for the most touchdown pass in the league now. Yeah. You know, I know he's not taking shots out field, but, hey, they're completing it. He's only got four interceptions on the year. Like, he's been playing good, clean football right now. And, uh, you know, but I, I think this week the Vikings defense is going to get some pressure at, at him. You know, I think Dobbs is going to make enough plays in this one. I think uh, Vikings do enough on the ground here. And I'll trust that Vikings defense to get a couple more stops than the, than the uh, Broncos in this one. And I'll take Denver to uh, get the victory. I mean, I'll take Minnesota to get another one in six straight for uh, them. Yeah,
1: I got a win in six straight as well. So it should be an interesting game between those teams. But that's gonna wrap it up this week on Sports Talk with R and J for Steve for Justin and Afrio, I'm Steve Risser. We will be back in about ten minutes to talk about the latest college football playoff rank, uh, college football playoff rankings, and Jim Harbaugh's suspend, Jim Harbaugh being suspended by the Big Ten. So make sure you tune in for that. Jones on first down, wide open, it's Barkley, and Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is, since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this, they lob it to him. he taps it in off the glass. How about that?
2: Porter Moore, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball. Hands down. Finch, two for three, he's done his part
0: pitch is drilled to
1: deep right field toward the Bulls, and it is God. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not. They're even close to the best organization in baseball.
2: They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees.
0: Hello, my name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group, and here at CMG we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Men, and great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Bird: the Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting Clovercrestmedia.com.